Welcome to Connection Stories, where we hear real-life stories from real-life people. I'm Jennifer, today's host. Today, I'm joined by two people from our wonderful neighborhood, who I'm going to have them introduce themselves. I'm Ben Wood, and this is my wife, Shallon. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get to know you a little bit better. Um, I'm just going to ask you some questions, and... Feel free to answer them how you like. Ben, let's start with you. Tell us about your spouse a little bit. Well, we met at UVU, yeah, right? UVU. They had this huge hall of like all these flags, and she was ditching a class to study for a test in another class. <laughs> I was actually I had I had I was on campus, but my math class was off campus, and I was leaving to go to a math class, and saw her sitting there, and I thought, hey, she's she's pretty. I should ask her for her number. <laughs> And I did. And so then we started dating, and six kids later, <laughs> we're six here. Six. I love it. But she is very talented. She is the glue to this family. She <laughs> sews. She does all this camp stuff. She has a great personality. Very beautiful. <laughs> what are some of your favorite traits about her? She makes me smile. She makes me laugh. She's very funny. She is very in tune with what each kid needs, what I need. She's Shallon. I love it. I love it. All right, Shallon, what about you? Tell us something about Ben that you love or anything you want to add to getting to know your spouse. <laughs> ben is a very giving person. He loves to help others and does a lot of service for people in the neighborhood. Um, and is always there to say yes whenever anybody needs help. He's totally awesome. He's always willing to go along with all of my crazy ideas of what we do over the summer. <laughs> and he just keeps us all laughing and smiling, which is a good thing. <laughs> I love it. I think it just makes you guys a perfect team. Hey, what about handsome? Oh, and he's the most handsome person uh. that there ever was. <laughs> okay, so you said you had six children. Tell me a little bit about them. We had our first three kids here in Ogden. We have Ruthie, Maddie, and Janie. Then we moved to Arizona, and we had Molly. Then we moved to Colorado, had Rocky. Nothing to do with the Colorado Rockies. And then we moved back to Arizona, had Daisy. And then we moved here to Utah, and we stopped having kids. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, with all of those moves, because you moved quite a bit from what you were saying, (laughs) how long have you been here in Utah? Since 2014. Nine years in September. Eight and a half years. Longest we ever lived anywhere. So you moved way in just before long. we moved in. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's very fun. Okay, so now that we know a little bit about you and your family, tell me a little bit about your childhood growing up. I grew up in Linden, Utah, on a small farm. Which was, is still there. Which is still there. Oh, but wow. when I was growing up, there was only six houses on the street. And so my friends were my siblings. <laughs> Yeah. Because everybody else lived too far away. I have three sisters and three brothers. <laughs> three older and three younger. I'm right in the middle. There's seven of us. And as kids on a farm, we always had early mornings and we rode horses in the afternoons and called hay and dressed them up in clothes and brought them in the house. <laughs> <laughs> had all sorts of fun with our animals. Yeah, that's pretty much just my childhood in a nutshell. 
Okay, hang on. Before I ask Ben that same question, what were some of your hobbies? What are, or even to this day, like what are some things you love to do? So we were very outdoorsy. So we do our horse riding. Sometimes that would entail all day. We never did overnighters because there was too many kids still left at home. We would go horse riding, camping, hiking, biking. When I was, I had just graduated from high school. My family rode our bikes from Linden, Utah to Phoenix, Arizona. And that was fun. Hey, I went from And you went Linden from Linden, Linden to Nephi. Nephi. <laughs> <laughs> so just a lot of outdoorsy, rollerblading, rock climbing. And you guys still are quite outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. As a family. Yeah, that has translated into our married life. Like I said, Ben goes on all my crazy adventures. <laughs> so what are some of these adventures then that you do now as a family? We are really weird and we really like road trips and people think we're crazy because we have six kids and we're confining them all to a car and taking away all of their electronics. (laughs) Hey, I'm with you on that though. So, but we like to just go camping and our camping trips just always turn into adventure, like flash floods and to discover like, like for example, (laughs) I was looking at, there's all these places for sale. In this town in Wyoming. So we're going to go camping there in, like, in that place and see why everyone's leaving. <laughs> we do like to just discover new kind places those, and new things yeah. to go do. I think that's awesome. New adventures. We just are trying to get into mountain biking. So that's As a our, family. Yeah. That's our new adventure for this summer. <laughs> I love these adventures. <laughs> I love adventures. Like that's my personality too. I mm-hmm. love adventures and I love doing those things. That's really awesome. <clears throat> All right, Ben, for you. I know you're adventurous, but were you that way as a child? Tell me a little bit about your family. Well, my dad was a scoutmaster for 15 years, so we would go camping all the time. We did a lot of that, too, so I always enjoyed camping. But I grew up in California, and uh, I have five, no, four brothers and two sisters, and uh, we had 10 acres of pecan trees, but we also tried cows and sheep, chickens. We tried all that. Very agricultural town. We do things like Capture the flag in the cornfields. In the cornfields. <laughs> That's right. Or like, they get like, they harvest all this cotton and you have these piles that were 200 feet high and oh you like come up on top and jump off and run away when the farmers got mad. A lot of canals. We'd go hook up ski ropes to our trailer hitches and go water skiing in the canals. And so it was pretty, it was pretty fun growing up in California. Not like that right now though, <laughs> but it was fun. That's so fun. So we're both from Family 7. Mm-hmm. That's why we got together. <laughs> Pretty much. What are some of your favorite places you guys have gone as a family? Since you guys are adventurous, what are some of your favorite places that you've gone to? So, like one of these, we went to Vernal and we uh, went kayaking, and there's a place called Red Fleet in there where you can kayak into that cave. The yeah. cave you can cut, and then you can jump into the water anywhere from like six inches to 50, 60 feet. Um, there's dinosaur tracks there, so that's kind of a cool place. We went on a, a trip from San Francisco all the way to Canada. Uh, it was a good trip, but my kids, we loved... I grew up going to San Francisco all the time. We lived about three hours from there. We went Fisherman's Wharf and Gilladary Chocolate Factory and kind of stuff. Um, so we made memories to show kids what we used to do there. And then we <clears> went <throat> up the coastline and stayed at a couple of fun places in Washington and Oregon. We found a really cool bookstore in Portland. That's like a whole block. It's like three levels. It's a building that's like a whole block long. All books. And then we went up to Canada and we found this like Capilano Ewok suspension village. Bridge. <laughs> it's the Capilano Suspension Bridge. <laughs> oh, I don't think 
ever been there. But then you cross that and on the other side there's like it's like a half a mile of bridges. Like up in the trees. Up in like a hundred feet up in the redwood trees. You're like a hundred feet in the uh, air. Yeah, not a hundred feet in the air, but it's yeah, up uh-huh. in the trees. <laughs> okay, maybe like ninety eight. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well that's really fun. So yeah, we just like to go and explore and we found one time we went down to go visit her sister and husband in Texas. We found this really cool cave in Car- Carlsbad Caverns. Have you heard of those? In New Mexico. So it's like oh, this okay, cave that goes okay. seven stories down oh, wow. into the earth. And then at the bottom, there's like a store and you can take an elevator to go back up. Well, and, and on these trips, what's cool is we don't do hotels. We do like KOA, so we camp. Yeah. Um, one that's cheaper, but it's also more fun. You know, you get to cook. And, and we find lots of fun things to stay in, like yurts and teepees. In railroad carts, but with cars, but we haven't stayed in that one yet. <laughs> but I just found those ones. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. So railroad carts. I feel more right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be way fun. That's awesome. Those are some really fun things. Ben, what do you do for a living? You want the long version or short version? Whatever version you want to give me, I guess. <laughs> the short version. <laughs> Um, I guess this is a deep question. <laughs> so I work for Bank of Utah. I monitor transactional activity for any funds that have to do with money laundering, drug or sex trafficking, tax evasion, terrorist funding. And anything that comes through our bank, I have to report that to the government. So I'm investigating people all day long. <laughs> that sounds exciting. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, what about you, Shallon? What do you do... Do you work somewhere? Do you stay here with your kids? So, I was a wonderful stay-at-home mom. How many years? For 19 years? 19 years. 19 years? <laughs> I just started working this year in the schools. Just a lunch lady. It's just a couple hours a day, and it's fun. It's fun to just get out and do something with other adults instead of kids. I love my kids, but to be with other adults sometimes is nice. <laughs> Gives you that flexibility with your kids. That yeah, and so it, nice. yeah, and it puts me on the same schedule, so it's fun. I don't mind it. <laughs> Good for you. I didn't know that about you, so that's so, so fun. Well, thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit better. As part of our goal for the connection stories, is we like to get to know a little bit more about our friends by hearing some of their life stories that they've been through that has shaped them or challenges that they've been through or things that have uplifted them or made a significant impact in their life. And I would love for you guys to take a few minutes and share some events that have helped you in your life or have shaped you in your guys' lives. While I was a teenager, I had a brother that was just older than me and a brother that was just younger than me. And they chose to make some decisions that sent them in a not so good direction. And because of that, there were people in our neighborhood that felt that the rest of the family needed to be shunned and not talked to and that we were terrible people because of the actions of my brothers. And it was hard and it was challenging but what I learned and grew the most from all of that is to just not judge people because it was not my parents fault that my brothers made some bad choices it wasn't my fault that my brothers made bad choices you know 
And so I learned that just because something's going on in a family or to a person or that you don't shun the whole family. You don't. The whole it's not the whole family's fault that this is happening. And so it is something that I've just carried with me throughout my whole life of just not judging people and trying to, if they're open, to get more of the story of, you know, how I can help them and not just judge them and turn my back on them. That is a really, <laughs> that's a hard thing to face as a child, but yeah. to learn such a great thing, to learn to accept people for who they are and not judging them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Because <laughs> I know yeah. that that could be really hard. Yeah. I wouldn't have been sure that. What about you, Ben? I grew up on a farm. We were we were very wealthy. My dad was a doctor, and I didn't think it at the time, but you know, I kind of this spoiled kid, or you know. And I remember like leave, uh, you know, graduating from high school and coming to Utah, and, he, and my dad was still supporting me. You know, I was messing around and getting bad grades. And in the LDS culture, there's a lot of emphasis on on young men to serve a mission. All my brothers. And my sister had done that. You know, that age, which is around, you know, 19 for a young man, comes around and I felt pressured to have to go and do this, right? So then, you know, I thought to myself, well, I'll go for a month and if I don't like it, then I'll just come home. I received um, a call to go to Brazil. I got to Brazil and it just culture shock, you know, of it's a home that's like 20 feet by 20 feet. And they've got ropes that are crisscrossed with, you know, sheets to separate, to make, you know, different rooms in the house. And dirt floors, and on some of them, you know, some of them had concrete. I didn't know the language. I didn't understand anybody. I was at a point where I really wanted to go home. You know, my first, I'm sure you've seen, you're in Utah, I'm sure you've seen the missionaries walking around, right? But you're, you're always in two, and... My companion was a native Brazilian, so it was like the quietest month of my life. No one spoke English, you know. I was just following this guy around. There was just a point where I had to either cower and go home or push through it, you know. And I think that was a pivotal point in my life where I decided, hey, I have this opportunity. I should make the most of it, you know. Forget about myself, my background, and help these people that are in, in, in Brazil. And so I pushed through it. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Put my whole world into a new perspective. Not this sheltered little California boy, but what the world really is out there and what people, circumstances, you know, circumstances people are in. I pushed through it for two years and it made me grow up. I mean, you think about it, you know, it's at a time where... You're out of high school, you're learning a new language, you're learning how to cope with people, um, you're learning how to spend money, you are serving people and teaching them. And so from that, I, you know, I got home and I, I was maybe not the most mature person right now, but I was, I was more mature when I got home, you know. Mature enough to get shallow. Anyway. So. I think that's a pretty cool opportunity that you had. And I love how you guys both have learned something from these experiences that you've gone through. Would you go through them all over again? Not if I could help it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go through hers. Right, that would be really hard. Yes, it was a very, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. 
it was not fun to go through and I don't know if I'd want to go through it again but the things that I learned from it are invaluable things that I can pass on to my kids oh, I, I just like to read a book and learn that <laughs> Right? Nobody likes to be shunned. Nobody likes to feel that way at all. Ben and Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, to share your story with our neighborhood, to get to know you a little bit better, and just being such great people. So (laughs) if you're listening, please take the time to get to know Ben and Sean Wood. They are some amazing people, and I know that this is just a small little snip of, of them of who they are <laughs> but if you would like to get to know them more please reach out to them and get to know them so thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank, thank you. you thanks for listening i'm jen tune in next time for more connection stories